0: Okay, hey everybody welcome back we've only got four trips left before I'm done with these initial trips that i uh well actually basically tonight we'll finish up the these will be the last two trips that I had before start starting the podcast now since I've started the podcast I've had two more trips but and then we'll go over those on the next episode but these two trips tonight that I'm going to go over. Um, these are the last ones, and it was the one at the end that made me decide to start doing the podcast for various reasons, which we'll go over, and I've already, I've already gone over a little bit of them throughout the podcast, but anyways, um, so this was New Year's Eve, this was, uh, this next one, New Year's Eve, girl comes on over, and, um, I know she had her, she had her THC and I had, I think I had one gummy of THC with five grams of Amazon, I believe it was. Um, so we had started taking the, um, I'd started taking the trip room seriously again. And so the trip room was set up nice, um, had my couch, had the computer up and I had it all, I had kind of done a little bit of reshuffling and everything, and I had made it uh, a little bit better than it was before, but it's, it's still very similar and everything. I had my LED lights set up, I got the hookah ready, and um was smoking a little bit of that. I got some of that music playing. The music that I had used for the desert trip, the last trip that um, that I went over, um, I was using that music again. I was using that desert music. It was uh I just liked it a lot. It was very instrumental, felt kind of, you know, ethnic and it felt uh it just was just a good sound, you know, just a good interesting sound. So I believe I was playing that a lot of throughout the um throughout the trip. So girl was not tripping with me, she did not take any mushrooms, so she was mostly babysitting me. <laughs> um so it started off uh fairly nicely I so I, I I took the mushrooms in my you know next to my computer and had some like generic stuff playing at first and and then like I said I switched over to that um that desert style music and I went and I laid down on the couch with the girl the girl was sitting on the couch and I believe at first like I put my head on her lap and you know, at one point in time I was like turning over, kind of like um, up against the wall behind her and things like that. I was just kind of like rolling around as I'm, so as I'm listening to the music, this is a, this is an instance of where right at the beginning I go ahead and I shut my eyes and I'm just focusing on the things that I'm seeing and I remember almost immediately they became pretty visual. I was definitely seeing things. I don't know exactly what right now anymore. They've been lost to me. And and, and that'll be a theme throughout this entire trip right here is is a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> but not a lot of it I remember. <laughs> so um so anyways, so I'm I'm seeing things. I'm actually seeing visions. I'm actually seeing objects in in the colors and everything like that and lots of colors. Lots of good colors, lots of waves going with the music and everything like that. And I'd had this feeling once before, but this this is the feeling I got. I started to get a feeling of, like, humanity. That's the word I like to use. You get this feeling of, like, what it means to, like, be, like, a member of the species. And then you think of the species as a whole or something like that. and So that was kind of what I was thinking for some reason. I couldn't tell you why. Um, I'm not... I do. I do contemplate ideas like that, but I more so concentrate on myself usually as an individual as opposed to the species as a whole. And I think part of my philosophy just in general life is, you know, the whole species is better off when they're concentrating on... Um, being independent, not necessarily being selfish, there's a difference. There's a difference between being selfish and out for yourself versus being independent and working for yourself. That's a major difference and people need to make that distinction. Um, So anyways, the point is, is that's kind of what I was thinking at this point in time as I'm seeing, I'm starting to see visions and it was... As I'm think as I started thinking about the humanity thing, I kind of started to like well up on my inside. Like, um it was almost like the feeling of the presence of God from the previous couple trips, you know, from the uh from the one in the bedroom and also from uh the one in the living room. Um and uh let me think about it here. Yeah, so it was like that. It was kind of like the spirit of the spirit of, of God, if, if that makes sense. Just a, like an everlasting peace. It's like a... See, I don't like to use the word love. I've already explained this before. I don't like to use the word love because I don't think that's right. Or at least people's modern concept of love isn't correct. It's more like an ultimate truth or something like that. That's what the feeling is. It's like an ultimate truth, an ultimate peace... It's like um, very light. It's very um, it's very light based. Like there's nothing dark about it at all. There's no, no fear or anger or hatred. Like all that stuff is gone. So when you start to feel, it, when I started to feel this feeling, um, and my eyes were closed, I was I had a breakthrough. One of those breakthroughs where I completely leave my body just completely leave my body, my soul is completely gone from it, and I find myself standing, I'm going to be very careful here with my words and everything, because I'm not really sure what it was, but I'm standing in front of a city, a giant city that's made of like, like the city itself is made of light. It's kind of goldish colors, you know, like the buildings are more goldish than the sky. The sky is more white, you know, it's like blinding light, you know, it's just like covering over the city. And it's like the buildings themselves are made out of light. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this city from basically a roadway. There's like a roadway that enters towards the city. And from from that spot, I can see... I can see, like, cars driving around, and I can see cars flying around, too. I can see, like, flying cars, which is very strange. Um, So, and I kind of got this picture of, um, this picture of, like, this is, like, what humanity is, like, capable of or something or this is like you know once humanity rises up to like the next like dimension or level or something like that that's kind of like the uh that's kind of like the feeling I was starting to get there um so at this point in time I don't know for how long I was gone now, the the girl the girl says I was gone only for a few seconds. It's like... Because at one point in time, I said the word humanity. That's when... I said that when I was seeing the city. And so... After I had said that, me, myself, I black out. Like, my memory is wiped from that point. And what I believe happened is I believe I entered the city. I believe I, like, walked forward or something like that. I, I started to walk forward... That's when I black out. I black out, and like I said, my girlfriend says that it was only a, a minute later when I got up. But to me, it felt like I had been gone for eons, for like years. It felt like I had I had like actually been gone. And I got up, and I even said that that was the first thing I said when I when I I, I lifted myself up off the um, the couch bed or whatever you want to call it and i and i said to the girl i looked at her and i said to her i was gone i was gone i was not here you know what i mean and that's really what i felt i was like i was not in this room i was not in my body i was gone gone i was straight up somewhere else and so i said that to her i rolled out out of bed i rolled over her and then i i went to the to the bathroom and i and i took my my pee and 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 as I'm taking my pee, my body is, like, com- almost completely uncontrollable. I was, like... Now, it's funny. I'd taken five grams before. And I'd taken five grams before with the, the um, THC gummy. But this is the first time that it ever felt this, this far. Like, I had actually been gone from my body for so long. And it's like my mind was, like, my, or my soul was trying to reconnect with my body... So now this is this is where it starts to get really interesting. So my mind is is somewhat broken, you know. It's like I know I was gone, I know I saw something. I don't know what I saw, but I know I saw a bunch of stuff that I can't remember. And so I come back into the room and I immediately start going through the loops. But but these loops are the most extreme loops I had been through at this point in time. Now I've been through loops, and they're they're pretty cool. You know, I, I love the loops. I've said in a previous podcasts that my loop, the loops are my favorite effect that I get on mushrooms. Um, and I love it with my girl there too, because I'll look up at my girl and I won't know who she is, but I'll just—it's like I'm looking at her for the first time. And sometimes she's super like sultry looking and other times she's super innocent looking and it's just every time I see her and that's the loops too that's that's what happens when you're going through the loops as you're as you you black out and then you come to and your memory's wiped again um you see things completely in a different way and so basically you think and I'm I'm not saying this is what happens but this is what I feel like happens it feels like I'm hopping through dimensions it feels like I'm going from, like, Earth A to Earth B, and I'm switching spots with, with that other, you know, um, me that's in Earth B. It's like we're, we're both high at the same time, and so we're switching spots. And this is the coolest part. This is the coolest part. This thing happened. This, was, this absolutely blew my mind and absolutely, absolutely made me feel like it was real. So, first of all, the girl the girl will, will make comments when I'm doing this. When I'm doing my loops and everything like that. She'll be talking to me or something like that. And I'll loop and I'll come back. And so, she kind of got the idea that I was like going out for a second. I had somehow ended up on the ground as part of the loops, you know. As I'm doing the loops, I'll change position. But um, I'm laying there. And I hear her say, Wake up, Alex. This is exactly what I heard her say. I heard her say, Wake up, Alex. Now, my name's not Alex. <laughs> she said, Wake up, Alex. And I had to sit there and I had to explain to her. And I, when I popped up, I'm like, No, you know, because for a brief, just a real brief, Brief second, I actually thought my name was Alex. It was it was just a just the insiest moment in time where she had really because I had complete amnesia basically, and so she said, "Wake up, Alex." I actually thought my name was Alex, and it was it was just a it just a tinge in my like in like my heart was like, wait a minute. (laughs) my name's not Alex, you know, (laughs) I sit there, I, I, am pretty sure I laughed about it too, but I, I sit there and I, I said to her, my, you know, my name's, you know, my name, you know, and I, I sit there and I started saying my name and she said, uh, I forget what she said next. She said something, she said something like, uh, she was just joking, just called me Alex again. Basically. She just called me Alex again. Now, um, after that, I go back into the loops, you know, that's just one, that's the one loop I remember the best. Um, You know, when I'm looping, I'm, like, jumping from, like, I'm jumping from different places in the room. Now, what the girl sees when she describes this is she just says, I'm just moving around, you know. She doesn't even know when I'm looping, you know, like, my head, like, will fall to the side and I'll pick it back up and I'll tell her that was a loop, you know what I mean? It's like I just went through something, you know what I mean? And so it doesn't look like it to her, obviously, you know? It wouldn't look like it to anybody. Um, But, and and then of course, the thing that makes these loops crazy is the fact that you can't count how many times that they happen because they keep happening over and over and over and over and over again. It's like a, it's like a, two to three minute moment in time that just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating. And so in my mind, it feels like I'm going through it for years, you know, Um, so, but like I said, the girl only sees it happening for, you know, an hour or so. And um, so anyways, so the coolest thing about this is is when the trip was all over, I'm going to continue along with the trip here, but I want to skip ahead to the end of the trip. She says, the girl says, that she never said, wake up, Alex. She says that she never said that. That she never said that to me, wake up, Alex. And that just blows my mind because I heard it. I heard it like crystal clear. Her voice straight up said, wake up, Alex. So Now, I can't even explain what this is. (laughs) Like, I sit there, I have all sorts of theories. I have a theory that maybe I was jumping through dimensions and that in that dimension... There's a dimension where I am called Alex, where I have the name Alex instead of my real name. And so maybe that's the case. And maybe in that dimension, you know, I jumped there and she had said something to me, you know, and then I had to, you know, loop back around. And when I looped back around, I got back here to this dimension. And and whatever she said in the other dimension is not exactly what she said in this dimension. Or there's another thing. she says that she might have thought that she might have thought to have said that you know like it's like a a brief like tinge like thought that crossed her mind to call me Alex you know and so the other theory is I could have just been somehow reading her mind the fact that she had you know wanted to call me Alex so I'm not really for sure what it is or what about that was but it, it was incredibly profound and it really added to the experience i mean it was great i i absolutely loved it like when i as i'm going through because i still have amnesia so the night continues i'm I'm still doing loops and everything like that and as i'm looping around eventually i'll come back and i'll be back where it's her again and i'll be talking to her and i'll be I have complete amnesia and I'll sit there and I'll remember the one thing I remembered is that you tried to call me Alex <laughs> that's what I said there I said you tried to call me Alex and I laughed I, I laughed because it was it was it was great it was just it was so perfect um, and it kind of shows god it could show so much like this it was such a profound thing it seems so small but it could mean so many different things. Your imagination could run wild with the fact of... How in the world did she come up with the, with that to call me that? And how is it that I heard that? And how is it, you know, that... Uh, uh, God, it just, it just seems so profound, you know? And uh, I know I seem a little... <laughs> I know I'm a little overexcited about it, you know? But uh, it really was kind of just this this eye-opening moment or something like that like uh, you know I don't know like the name like my real name might not be as in, as as in as important as just who I am you know um, it's like when you go there when you enter the um, you know the spirit realm or whatever it's like or when you die, you know, what's what's in a name, you know? Like, I mean, because somebody calls you John, or somebody calls you Bob, or somebody calls you Paul, you know? I mean, is that really who you are, or are you something else that's um, where the name doesn't matter, or something? I don't know. See, um, anyways, that's why I say it's profound. There's a lot of, lot of directions you could take this experience, and you could drive a lot of things out of it. It could be, you know, anything from different dimensions to um, I don't know. Names don't matter. Or, uh, or it could be, you know, like I said, reading thoughts. You know, there's there's just so many things that it could have been. Anyways, uh, the loops continued. And so, but what I realized with the loops, though, as I'm going through the loops, I realized what's happening. So what's... A- or this is what I believe was happening. This was the kind of the um, kind of the thing that I brought back. The piece of knowledge that I brought back to what was actually happening to me. So the reason that I'm going through loops is my soul keeps disconnecting from my body. My soul is because tr- it had left at first, right? So my soul is gone. I had an out of out of body experience. Well, now it's time for my soul to come back, right? So as my soul's coming back to my body, the soul is having to reconnect. Now, we could use different words, by the way. We could use the words, if you want to be more scientific, you could use the word consciousness. My consciousness was trying to reconnect to my body. Um, So if you don't want to be religious about it, or, you know, other religions have different words for it. You could say it was my spirit. Um, So I'm just using the word soul just because that's kind of what it's my western english language <laughs> okay but anyways so yeah so i'm trying to connect back to my body right the piece of me that's different and as i'm connecting i'm having to re-establish where i'm at in my mind like how to control my body and my heart you know um and, and the biggest part is the mind you know, as you're traveling through your mind, like in the normal, right? When you're not high and you haven't had, just had an out-of-body experience, your thoughts. You know, how do you how do you access th- certain thoughts? You know, you'll like you'll ask a question and then you'll answer back, right? Well, that's you going through your mind and finding little pieces of knowledge, little pieces of knowledge that you have stored in your brain, right? That's what that is, and so. In this case, since I'm reconnecting to my mind, I have to reorganize where everything's at. I have to remap out where everything's at. I'm like, okay, this memory's over here. This memory's over here. This piece of knowledge is here. This piece of knowledge is here. And what the loops are is loops are me disconnecting from the body and then coming back and having to re-establish the connection. And so it's that's why it's an amnesia effect is... I'm trying to reconnect those pieces of the brain that hold the information for what my life is like here on Earth, right? And that's why you can't bring anything back with you from the other side also, is because it was, since it was separated, your mind didn't have have the ability to record any of the data, right? Because your mind houses your memories and stuff like that it doesn't have the ability to record the data so that's why you get amnesia that's why you get the loops and that's I don't know that's the explanation of it <laughs> that's that's what I felt like when I was there and I like to call it a, a mind maze um, so basically your mind is a maze of like I said, different memories, different pieces of knowledge that you've gathered throughout the years that you've stored in your brain. So your consciousness has to remap out that mind maze. And once it knows it, once it's established itself, once your consciousness has established itself inside the mind, you know, that's normal living. That's how you build up your ego you know, is you sit there and, oh, I know everything because it's all here right in my mind and everything, you know, but it's the, but the consciousness, when it's disconnected, it all disappears, so, and it has to come back and reconnect, so, anyways, I've kind of repeated myself a lot here, but I'm trying to get, I'm trying to see how many different ways I can say the same thing and have it all make sense and have it all, um, get across also to you guys what I'm trying to say here, so. Anyways, let's take a quick break. I mean, that was kind of long there. Let me take a quick break, do a sponsor, and I'll be right back. Alright, so one last thing with this trip, with this uh, this golden city, city of light, and then me going into my mind maze loops. Um, there was one other thing that happened, though. While I was going through the loops... That's when New Year's came over, you know, went from 2020 to 2021. And when it happened, my girl decided to get on her phone and call her sister. And for some reason, I don't know why. I don't know how this came about. Um, I I guess the girlfriend kind of explained it a little bit. But basically, they decided they were going to shout Jumanji at uh, New Year's. They said they were going to shout Jumanji. Now, if you all remember the movie, right, um, that's the thing that you have to do to win the game. Once you get to the center, you have to shout Jumanji, and then everything goes back to how it was before you played the game. And so, right, that's what Robin Williams' character has to do. He has to shout Jumanji and win the game. <laughs> and so, so I had just done a loop And when I woke up on that loop, the girl was standing up shouting, Jumanji. And it was the funniest thing. It was like, and it was so meaningful too. It was like, yes, we're trying, I'm trying to like, it's like I'm coming back. I'm reconnecting, you know, to my, my body. Like my mind was gone. It was somewhere else and I'm trying to come back. And that's the Jumanji. It's like, uh, it's what like Robin Williams' character does at the very end, you know, when he turns back into the little boy, you know, it's like I was somewhere else, I had been gone for a long time, Um, it had so many more meanings to that too, you know, just held meanings for her, held meanings for me. It just seemed so profound, the fact that she was shouting Jumanji. And she was just, you know, she was just shouting it. She was, like, standing up in the middle of the room, just shouting it. And can you imagine? I mean, just sit there imagine you're high as fuck. <laughs> Excuse my language. You're high as fuck on mushrooms. You know, you you've just had this insane out-of-body experience where you went to, like, the future. And for some reason... <laughs> some reason when you come back the thing that's happening is the girl is shouting jumanji you know standing up in the middle of the room shouting this you know oh man it was it was crazy crazy cool just like oh man one of the best experiences ever this this was one of my best one of my funnest trips ever um it wasn't without its um Without its consequences, though, I ended up pissing the girl off pretty bad by the end of the night. Um, my mind, because it was all—I don't want to make up any excuses or anything like that—but my mind, since I was trying to reconnect everything, I—I I was basically just at my extremes. And I figured out this is kind of what I what I do now, and it'll come up in the in a, in the next episode as well. Is once I'm in that loop and once I'm trying to reconnect one of the best ways for me to connect is I just start saying the first things that are popping into my mind and it's not a good thing it's not a good thing at all and so I'll say some things that I probably shouldn't say you know some really really bad things so anyways so I said some bad things and the girl was was pretty upset with me so that wasn't good um but I don't know we're still together and still having fun and everything so it it gets hard I think I think there are slight slight prices to pay for our deciding to go through on these journeys um that's why it's incredibly important to stay grounded to not um get too full of ourselves I'm gonna give you guys a couple warning examples here that i've got or that i've been coming across lately um there's a couple guys on um on youtube they, they have channels and everything like that and they're talking about their experiences on psychedelics and it the experience leads them to a, a place where they're full of themselves where they believe themselves, you know, much higher than they are. Um, Some of them say things like they believe they're God, um, like they believe that they're all mankind, that they're everybody, that they embody all of good, but they also embody all of evil, you know, dualities and stuff. This is the scary part of psychedelics. This is the scary part of it because when you have these experiences they're so divine and religious and spiritual in nature that you have to you have to do some pretty heavy mental stuff afterwards to either to either dismiss them or take them to their extremes you know and the, the hardest thing is you have to find some sort of balance between questioning them and then, and then taking them in the right mindset, you know, and, and staying balanced and staying grounded in your life, you know, um, and, and the problem is, is some people can't do that. Some people have these experiences and once they come back, their mind is kind of warped because, because the situation is so warping. You know, it's so warping. Um, the fact that you're actually, you know, well, it feels real. We'll say that. You know, once again, this is me trying to keep it grounded. This the the things that happen feel so real um, that it it kind of it kind of breaks your mind. It kind of makes you sit there and you're like Wait a minute there's no way that could have been real, you know I mean like i've never seen any like you know miracles out in the real world, but like this is like equivalent to like seeing a real miracle out in the real world like it's it's crazy how vivid and real these experiences are, and so anyways, one of the things I'm trying to say though is is if I ever set up on this podcast, any of my listeners, if I ever tell you that I am God, just fucking unsubscribe right away, <laughs> you know what I mean, just, just, no, no, if I ever say I'm Jesus, or if ever I ever say anything like that, just fucking leave immediately, and you know that I was wrong wrong, and broken, <laughs> you know what I mean, um, so that's, that's one of the things I have to constantly, um, you know, are... I have to constantly make sure that I remain humble because I've seen people, I've seen um, trip reports and I've, I've talked to other people online and I've, and I've seen YouTube videos where people are not humble about these situations. They're not humble about the things that they've come across and instead they somehow think they're, they're either God or they're God's gift to the world or something like that. And that is totally the wrong way to take these experiences, you know. Um, it's most certainly... It would be better to say that these things are gifts. Um, that we're lucky when we do have the experiences that are divine. And if you're not having the divine experiences, it's probably for the best. <laughs> you know, and... Um, my girlfriend said something... Something about... uh God only, you know, reveals Himself so strongly, you know, in um, in special circumstances. You know what I mean. Um, so you better take it with respect, and you, <laughs> you better take it with uh, um, some some form of seriousness and groundedness. You know. So this this is a, this is this is the real. The real dark side of psychedelics and this is the accumulation right this is this is the accumulation of all the archetypical journeys that we've been on so far you know you sit there and you think the bad trips are bad and that's where the dangers of psychedelics lie that's not it the hellish bad trips those are just learning experiences of what you have to get over in order to move on and become a better person and everything like that. So even though it's like learning a hard lesson, that's what those are. You know, those suck. And they can break you, those can break you. But but you know when you move up to the next level, you know, first you deal with that, then you gotta deal with the next level of, you know, make you know how you how you're dealing with certain things like well, like having a like my disappointment trip where you know I got high but I didn't have a spiritual experience you know that was my fault and so I had to realize that too so that was another instance of another passing another level and once you pass that level and so now I'm at a new level right here and the dangers at this level I feel I'm not I'm not entirely for sure once again I'm trying to relate this all back to the archetypical journey but the dangers at this level now are, are something like not being grounded and humble, you know. And so, uh, and um, the fact that I realize that, I think, is a huge boon. Because I think some people, um, they don't even realize that that's what's happening to them. That they're being sucked into a, uh, you know, a bad mindset of believing things that they really shouldn't believe um yeah (laughs) hope that all made sense right there let's go over the next trip real quick um this was also kind of a big trip although the trip itself was a much much shorter um i have less to say about it so okay so this was the last trip before i started the podcast now, one of the things that I always go into with the trips, uh, well, pretty much since the bad trips, I've always gone into them thinking that if I have a religious or, or a spiritual experience, if I have a divine experience, the, the thing that you're supposed to do, and this is what like the shamans say, is you're supposed to bring something back with you. Some of that knowledge, right, because while you're up there, you have, you know, you're, you're able to learn so much more. You know, you're supposed to be able to learn some, like, universal truths and stuff like that. So you're always supposed to bring something back with you. And a lot of the things that I brought back, or a lot of the problem, the biggest problem I had was the fact that I disbelieved a lot of this stuff you know, hindsight, you guys here listening to my podcasts, it sounds like I'm confident in all this stuff, but you know, I keep sprinkling in the fact that I admit I could be crazy. I could be absolutely um, delusional here, but it doesn't seem that way. And that's what I did on this trip. The thing I brought back with me, was the fact that I needed to be confident and believe in the things that I was going through. Because all the other trips, leading back, I would get done with them, and I'd say, nah, that couldn't have been, that couldn't have been real, that had to have been. And man, just like, the mushrooms just make you so high that you're you're just, your mind's gone, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it doesn't work properly, and... So that's what I kept saying. I kept saying that to myself, you know I'd kept disbelieving I'd have these divine you know uh instances where it's like God walked through the room. you know what i mean and 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 I'd come back and i'd be like, nah, I couldn't have been. You know what I mean like that's fucking crazy like why would God you know like I'm just high on mushrooms. Why in the world would God show up? you know and so I kept saying things like that, you know like in my head, I didn't say that out loud, but so this one, this next trip was a little different, so in this trip, I did the same thing where I put on my headphones, the one that I did on the, as I did on the desert um, trip from the last podcast, I grabbed my headphones, the ones that my girlfriend had bought me, and I put them on, and I played some, I found some nice music um, instrumentals, kind of similar to the desert music, but I think it was a, a different playlist, but I think it was, like, from the same artist type deal, so it was kind of this, oh, what would you say, electronic house, you know, but, like, themed music, um, so, so I, uh, so I have the headphones on and I decided to go lay down in my bed again and the girlfriend was not with me this time so I'm laying in my bed and I'm listening to the music lots of colors straight on feeling real good I think I, I did the same thing five grams, one gummy um, and I'm just listening to the music I'm getting into it so what happens this time is I start to see a lot of blue colors. Lots and lots of blues. Heavy blues. Light blues. Just blues. That's all I was seeing. Lots of blues. I started to kind of think of like water. I kind of thought of the ocean. But um, but it wasn't salty. It was just water. I was just like lots and lots of water. Maybe a little... Yeah, mo- mostly it started to turn into kind of like ocean type views. And stuff like that. And now... I had a I had, I started to get a vision here. And the vision is of my body. My eyes are closed. It's pitch black in the room. Got the headphones on, but I'm seeing this picture of my body. Um I'm, I'm kind of just floating a little bit above my head and I can just see my whole body laid out. And this water starts to pour over my head. Um this is what I'm feeling you know on the mushrooms as I'm I'm starting to feel this water pouring over my head but then it's not it's not running over my body it's running through my body it starts to like run through like under my skin under my skull like over my like organs and everything like that my brain and it's washing through my neck and As it's going through my body it's like a wave it's like washing up and down it's like washing my body clean and I even start to see like white foam like building up you know on the top of the waters it's coming and washing down through my body and and it's going out my feet so it comes up through my head washes my whole body and um, so then, so then I'm just kind of like, what in the world was that? <laughs> I'm kind of laying there in darkness um, for a moment. You know, the picture, all the colors disappear. It's just like I'm laying and it's just pitch black for a moment. And then slowly in the distance, this bright white light starts to shine. And it starts growing. It starts growing and growing. And then it's enveloping my whole vision. It's this bright, bright, just just glowing white, right? And I have that sense, that same feeling I get whenever I sit there and I say that God's presence is in the room. It's that same feeling. It's like this ultimate peace. You know, it's like this just... Uh, I don't know, that's the only, that's, that's the best word to describe it, is peace, it's this, it's this everlasting peace, and it's interesting, because the thing itself, that feeling is infinite, even though I don't feel it all the time, or anything like that, when you're there, there's no doubt in your mind that that thing is eternal, you know, that's the, that's a good word, it's like this eternal, everlasting peace, and so, um, so I go into the light, basically, or I'm enveloped in the light, if, if you could say, and as that happens, all of a sudden, um, I don't, this is real, this one's kind of hard to explain. It's, it's basically like I'm blacked out and everything, but I realize that I'm there. And whatever I'm doing, right, uh, I'm completely out of my body. and I'm in this light, this light location or whatever, and I'm doing something. I mean, I'm like talking to God or I don't know if I was talking to God specifically, but I was doing something and I said, I have to bring this back with me. That's what I said. I have to bring this back with me. And so I grabbed onto a piece of the light and I was holding it in my hands Right? This is once again me out of, my, out of my body. And I forced myself to open my eyes. And I'm back now in my real body on the bed. And I'm holding on to a piece of light. And it's visual. I can see it. I can see this, this little ball of light that I'm holding in my hand. And I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to hold on to it because it's trying to go back. you know, Or, it, or I don't know if it can stay. It feels like it can't stay. It feels like it's like like I'm through sheer force of will just trying to hold on to this thing. And it's, it's incredibly painful, but it's incredibly peaceful at the same time. It's like, uh, it's, it's so difficult to describe. And so I sit there and I determined in my head that I was like, okay, this is it, I have to believe I have to believe this is real, and I have to, I have to, I have to not be doubting anymore that this thing isn't real, you know. And um, so, uh, the ball of light ends up disappearing, of course, you know. And I immediately picked up my phone, and I called my father. <laughs> I was high as shit on mushrooms, and I was trying. to... And and I'm at the same time I'm my body is still disconnected from my or my I'm sorry, my soul is still disconnected from my body. So it wasn't a good time to be calling my dad <laughs> Um because basically I kept blacking out. Um because my bo my soul didn't wasn't basically supposed to be back in my body yet. It's like I had forced it back, you know. And so I'm calling him. I'm trying to talk to him, and I'm trying to explain to him. I don't know what he's hearing. He could have been hearing anything, as far as I'm as far as I know. Um, but I'm trying to explain to him that I am feeling the presence of God, that it is real, and that. Um, that I'm not crazy you know (laughs) that's what I'm trying to convince to him and once again who knows I might be crazy but you know that's the that was the thing that I tried to bring back was was a form of belief a form of confidence and belief in the fact that this is um, as real of an experience as anyone can have how's that you know, if, if you want to bring it back, if you want to try to bring it back to a scientific thing, a scientific explanation, the explanation would be something like, the consciousness is creating an experience that, that feels so real that it might as well not be distinguishable or yeah, distinguishable from things that are not real. You know what I mean? As far as anyone would be concerned, it wouldn't be real if you experienced it the same way. And so that's what I tried to bring back. That's what I'm trying. And so the next day, um, I decided, well, okay, I need to find a way to get all these things that have happened to me out. Um, and I, because I hadn't been recording any of this. I hadn't written anything down. I, I hadn't done anything except for tell my girlfriend about them when she was either with me or when she wasn't with me. I'd tell, it about, tell her about them the next day and things like that. So I hadn't been getting it out. And so, uh, I came across, uh, uh, well, I already have, um, I already had a YouTube channel and, um, YouTube channels are a little, a little difficult. Um, so I sit there and I said, well, maybe this format would be better in a podcast scenario. So I sit there, I, I started looking around for different podcast, um, uh, Programs And I came across uh, this one anchor. And um, seems to be working out pretty good since. <laughs> so, anyways. So basically, basically the way I looked at it was that last trip. I, I, I think that the water washing over me and washing through me. I, I, I look at that as if it was some sort of baptism. Basically, it was some sort of... Yeah, well, yeah, uh, that's what it would be. It would be a baptism. It's like you being washed and then given a new life or something like that in the same way in the same way that other, you know, Christians or Catholics believe in baptism. Um, so I think that's what that was, and I think that allowed me to pass through into, you know, this white light. So here's another thing, because I still question to this day, you, and... There's a difference between a healthy amount of questioning, and then a, um, was it healthy amount of questioning, and then just totally throwing out, you know, the baby with the bathwater s- scenario, you know, of like just complete disbelief, and so you just throw it all away, you know. And so, um, what I try to do is I try to balance that, you know. Um, I will have a, a, a healthy level of questioning certain things even on the next two trips that I'll go over on the next podcast there's a lot of things that happen that I'm I'm pretty sure were one way but I had to question them first I had to sit there and I had to think on it and dwell on it and see what other people say about similar situations and stuff and I do a lot of research basically all day all I'm doing is looking up you know, psychedelic YouTube trip reports and um I'm on the Quentin forums just talking with people or reading other people's stuff or their reports or their ideas. So one interesting thing is though that white light that I went to where I said it's everlasting peace and everything like that, a lot of Buddhists say that they make it to the same place. So that's very interesting. I've also heard other people say that they've made it to that city, that golden light city. Um, So, and people that aren't Christians, people that aren't, uh, you know, well, yeah, Westerners either, you know. So some Easterners are getting similar experiences, and so... That's another thing we got to kind of wrestle with, and we got to kind of figure out, you know. Um, if we want to go, let's see how much time have we spent up here. Mm, we spent up quite a bit. I'm gonna go off. Let's let's add one more thing here. I'm, this is like one more segment here on the end. I'm gonna just say, I think that basically all previous religions. Um, or spiritual practices all stem from these same experiences that I have. So what happens, what I believe here is like we sit there, let's take the example of the Aztecs. I think the Aztecs were somehow able to connect to the spirit realm. I think I connect to the spirit realm through the mushrooms. And I think a lot of people do. They connect to the spirit realm through the mushrooms. I think the Aztecs also were able to do that and what they did is when they entered into the spirit realm they interacted with the entities on the other side and the entities told them one thing or another or whatever and so when the Aztecs came back they wrote that down and that's what all their stories are these stories of their gods these stories of all you know all their stuff that's written on their temples the Aztec temples the Mayan temples. It all stems from this. They've connected to the spirit realm. They met entities. They come back and they describe them as one way or another. And that's what they're putting on there. So now it's the same thing with almost every other religion as well. Think of anything. Think of the Vikings. Think of the Greeks. You know, the Greeks had this pantheon of, you know, characters of gods You know, and it's like maybe these gods were entities that these people interacted with in the spirit realm and they just happened to call them gods or worship them as gods or whatever. But really, what they would be to us today is it's like they're just entities. They're just other, you know, intelligent creatures that exist in the spirit realm, you know. Um, once again, you don't have to take all this stuff I'm saying, like literally, you could say it's in my mind, or you could say it's in our minds, or the human mind, or whatever, or you could say it's metaphysical. Uh, that's, that's up to you. That's, that's where your belief comes in, okay? And that's where your, your appropriate interpretation needs to come from. You know, if, if it makes more sense for you to say it through a certain use of words, so, you know, say shamans instead of priests, you know, say, um, <laughs> I don't know, In, instead of saying gods, you say angels or demons, you know, or instead of saying entities, you say angels or demons, or maybe instead of saying entities, you say gods, you know, lowercase g, <laughs> you know. Um, so, see if, if you can kind of play around with that idea. If you can realize that what we're all doing is we're all talking about the same thing. In a scientific perspective, what we would say is we're saying, instead of saying soul, spirit, we're saying consciousness. Instead of saying, um, you know, uh, third heaven or Asgard or the spirit realm, instead a scientific person would say um, that's the fifth dimension, you know, because, you know, we know that they believe, right, scientists have believed that other dimensions exist, right, other higher dimensions. And so um, this could just be another higher dimension. So it's basically we're all, we're all speaking about the same thing. It's just how you just got to connect them all together so that it makes sense. The problem is language. The problem is our, um, our limitations when we speak about these things because they're so otherworldly right and so we have to try to name them we have to try to name what they are and the problem is is based on your culture or your language or you know your religious background you're going to call them one thing or another you know so like i said i call them angels and demons a scientist would call them an entity you know um, so, that's what I think this all is. Um, that's my theory. That's what I'm going to stick with for now, <laughs> until someone else can come up with another. Be- actually, I'll tell you, um, I was speaking to an atheist on um, on the uh, on the forums, the Quentin forums. I was speaking to an atheist, and he he hadn't had like a major breakthrough or anything like that on the mushrooms. But he admitted he had felt things that he couldn't, um, he couldn't describe. And he had thoughts that were about humanity, that were about our souls or something like that. And I asked him, well, do you not think that's a religious or a spiritual experience? And he says, you know, I do feel like they are religious or spiritual in the moment, but then I quickly, um dismiss them because I try to be a man of science and everything it's like you're having a religious experience dude you're having a um, you're having metaphysical experience and the thing is is, is, is your disbelief is what's um, holding you back from exploring that realm further and I said to him you know if it makes more sense to you don't think of it as you know the Christian version called the third heaven, instead think of it as the fifth dimension in science because we know a fifth dimension, you know or at least in science they believe a fifth dimension exists, so that's what you're experiencing, you're experiencing the fifth dimension and this is how we connect to the fifth dimension through, you know um, psychedelics or whatever so I sit there and I said, so there could be a perfectly rational scientific reasoning behind what you're experiencing that doesn't mean that what you're experiencing isn't real (laughs) you know what I mean so anyways that's my arguments um thanks I hope I hope this uh I hope this one you guys find interesting this um this little podcast here this episode of it because um yeah this was pretty much the uh accumulation of it all there's still two more trips to go but like i said they are they took place after i started recording this podcast and so these last two well they're even further than than these two that we just went over so it, it just keeps going it just keeps getting higher and it just keeps going further and um i don't know when it'll end or how far i'll go before it ends or something like that um like i said big things. Um, if I ever sit there and say that I'm God, (laughs) well, hopefully I'll have the courage to just delete the podcast at that point in time. But if I ever say anything like that, you guys know I've gone off the deep end. So, um, don't accept anything like that from me ever. Um, so anyways, awesome experiences, divine psilocybin. That's what I'm that's where I came up with the name for the podcast. So, thank you all for listening. Um, like I said, we'll come up with the the next episode, and and we'll we'll keep we'll keep exploring this from here on out. What will what I'm wanting to do is I'm wanting to explore it even further. Let's see how far the rabbit hole goes. You know, we're we're let loose in Wonderland now. <laughs> you know, and. Uh, it seems to be a really really big wonderland so let's uh let's go let's go let's go on an adventure guys um, let's find out what's out there